Done an interesting really? one of the 40k one. Go on. I think Horus is arguably the good guy. Well, well. Because he provides meaning to the 40k universe. Uh, because what happens think about it this way let's remove let's say that the whole um, Horus Heresy never occurred mm-hmm. so everything stayed organised Legion said that they followed the Emperor mm-hmm. okay well that's Elder gone yeah that's Tau oh right 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 yeah yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see Tau are gone in like <laughs> oh there's a small sector in the segmentum solar yeah. as he and Orbital Bombardment yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dias just comes down and goes, communist yeah. this. That's and very interesting. Oh, now, that's right on you then, sorry. Even that's then, very the interesting. Like orcs would be devastated once be again. And even then, the Tyranids come. What are the Tyranids going to do against the combined army of 20 legions of fully trained veteran space yeah, marines yeah, with yeah, the yeah. full combined force that had never been damaged of titans now all with the technology space yeah, and yeah, worlds yeah, of yeah. tau and everything else that's 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 a, that's a bomb so it was horus who saved diversity so wow. horus is a but i tell you what i'm going and for he's a, the chaos. i'm going for a piss on that no that's blown my mind that that's two things there horus that, is wow. the good guy wow 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 and and sometimes you need that monster to be the good guy he's in a biblical sense he's the Judas of the Imperium because he was the favoured son of or favourite follower of Emperor who's Jesus and and arguably God as well, because he is both God and the Father at the same time. And Horus had to fail. Horus had to fail so that the universe had something to work for, to actually give the universe meaning. Otherwise, it won't just be a case of anything else. There'll only be humans. There'll only be the Imperium of Mankind. And by Horus actually making conf- confronting... Mankind, it's mankind fighting itself. It's a replication of what we do every day. But he provides chaos, literally, yeah. in, in against order. Chaos being diversity. Now, wow. what Horace actually probably intended to do is actually to make the Imperium stronger than it ever was. And underneath the rotting order that is the all-powerful patriarchal father of the Emperor... No, the crazy Nices. Horace was basically the the liberator. Yeah. Really? Now people they that. took it the different ways. This is why I was gonna write up a series of what could we learn from all the Primarchs? Their downfall in creation. I thought about bringing up our Primarch yeah. analysis here. We'll, we'll talk about that then. Yeah. But if we go down that one like um Lorga. Go on. Logar. Logar. Oh, Logar, yeah, yeah. Yep. Turning to the books and ba- being so kind of basically praising his father so much that he then ends up being disgraced by it. Been there. Because essentially he's the person like, oh, father's amazing, father's amazing, father's amazing. And the emperor turns around and actually does something that a leader should do at some point. 
would just say, no, I'm not. I'm not this divine. I am fallible. I am something in control. And that's why you must follow me in the example. And then when your world is shaken, where your God is basically in your divine being, your father, that you say is the most amazing thing, has failed you, you fall into the pit of despair. Mm. Um, Magnus, knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. And the point there that where order goes, you know enough, you do not need to know more. And because he didn't tell more, everything fell apart and that's why the golden throne broke. Because he didn't tell him enough, because the father knew better. Didn't allow them to learn by themselves. Yeah, Let yeah, Lord yeah, God yeah. get to the stage of worshipping, as opposed to going, Lord God, why do you think I'm some sort of God? Very interesting, that. Um, if you go, like, my, one of my favourite... Do you reckon... Yeah, sorry. Mm. Is that what the Emperor actually did? Or is that something you've read... Is that something you've assumed? In other words, is that written somewhere that the Emperor allowed Logar... I don't know. I don't know if it comes up in the book. Or is that something you've just... Um, Thinking about now. Perceived. Interesting. Because... I like it. If... Like, there's a lot of influence that, of course, the Emperor has psychic powers and the ability to understand time and what's going to happen. Hence why he was building the Golden Throne. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he's not infallible because the Immaterium is without time. Mm-hmm. So that's why he can't see fully in it. And so that means he would have had... He knew that Magnus was going to screw up, hence the... Um, uh, the council and the trial and everything else. Nikea. That's the one. I couldn't remember what it is. I knew it was a famous thing in Nikea. And so that meant he could have some perception of the future. But he couldn't alter it. Now the real question is, maybe he did see Lorgar failing. And losing his faith. But couldn't fix it. Well, maybe he could. Because here's an example of where we have seen unimaginable scale and plan mm. in the emperor as Saint George yep killed the dragon yep imprisoned it on Mars yep which was then discovered by whoever Mechanicum. in the book Mechanicum uh, 30 30,000 years later mm. well he it planned it 30,000 years earlier that's so it that, that's some planning. Yeah. You know what I mean? But maybe his own ego got in the way as well. Who knows? Now, so even my, my favourite Primark that I never had any fondness, and I've got to say, I can't remember what, I want to say a super catch it. Might have been Tales of Heresy, but there was one story that involved Khan the Betrayer yep. and Angron. And it's basically where it's the captains of um, the World Eaters. Mm-hmm. Who names them world eaters when they're meant to be the good guys? Really, you know? <laughs> but anyway, like, if we go down... <laughs> well, you got to remember that a lot of 40k is reverse engineered to justify itself. So I know, but it. also world eaters does still apply because they're the ones to destroy worlds. And one of the best things about that one were all the captains going one at a time from first captain downwards to go confront Angron. Not to confront him in an actual angry way or anything like that. Was that they were actually going to like, look, we are going to follow him and follow orders. And he hates all of them and everything they stand for because the emperor ordered one thing when he was saved. And his salvation was, you must kill what you were. Which is, he had to kill all his gladiatorial yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. etc. It's like, 
He was Spartacus in this little guy. It's like, no, these are my people. I grew up with this. You left me on this hellhole. You wanted me to grow up like them. Why do they not take the same journey as I do? Mm -hmm. And the captain stood exactly against that, that these coming in as saviours. And he was putting them into the hospital wings because he's a Primark compared to a space marine. And it's just like battering them out. And the story ends up leading to Khan, who I think is captain of the 8th Company. He's about 7 for 8th, I can't remember exactly, but something like the 8th Company. And he goes in there, and he starts out in the same way, and Angron's letting out this rage as he's like in this darkened room where he's basically destroying it, and this whole sort of thing in this rage and sort of like, and like goes throughout this hatred of the Empire, and that you have the arrogance to come here and tell me what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I was betrayed, I was sent to all this one, and you made me kill. I can't remember if he killed them or not, but either way, that was the intention. I don't think it was left in a fuzzy ground. And the Emperor might have done it, I don't know. But the only difference where it comes to it is the interaction between Angron and Khan, where it comes down to, eventually it comes to the point where Khan goes, no, I'm not that. I support you in everything you did. I didn't make this choice. I am a slave just like you are. And he throws a punch against uh, Angron. And of course it does. Bugger all, because he's a primer. Mm. But it's that moment where Angron goes to Khan, like, and you understand. And yeah, because it, he, they, they essentially exchange places between yeah, um, Angron and the Emperor. Now it's Khan and yeah. Angron. Yeah, yeah. And it's like even going through all like that. I love the the Chaos Primarchs are really quite interesting to me in their own way because they're seen as a downfall. You, you never look at the positive ones. <clears throat> the Loyalists have so many more downfalls than anything else. But what I mean is. What's it called? Leonid Thiel. Yeah. He's a character in, I think he's my favourite for yeah, the cable character. Leonid Thiel. He, 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 got, he got kicked down because he asked the question. Mm. Space Marines are the strongest warriors in the galaxy. Yeah. What happens if they fight each other? What happens if they fight each other? And we need to be prepared to fight the strongest warriors in the galaxy. The only strongest warriors left to fight are other Space Marines. So we need to be prepared to fight, and, and you know he, he got his ass kicked for saying that because it's erratical to, to think that a space marine would fight a space marine because it goes against all their programming. Yeah, but literally. But we are progressive creatures, and you need to. So yeah, Abaddon doing that. Or Horace. In fact, that one. even it again is this idea of God we we were talking about earlier on. You know, God. Oh, I love it, I love it, I love it how it all works. So I love the fact that we're just now taking apart the 40k universe in terms of well, philosophical it, reason of why Horace did it. Well, you see... This is going to get us in trouble somehow on Warhammer community. I don't care, <laughs> I don't care what, what... If this I is the reason care. why we become viral, it's because we've explained why Horace has actually done the... Well, no, because it's not about Horace, it's about it's, it, it, it's about what you, your idea of what God is. Yeah. So, so what makes God's dream more exciting is the fact that He's got to now, in order for his dream to become more exciting, he must convince himself that it's no longer a dream, that actually it's real, that evil is happening to, to, to God's experience, to our experience. He has to make an enemy of himself. So he has to make an enemy of himself, so that is why... That's the creation of the devil. The creation of Abaddon, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why that's horror. That might be why the Emperor chose... It's even that's better than that. Go an extra level. That's why the Emperor it. chose Horus. That's why he did two Sanguinius. Because Sanguinius wow. would have won. Because he's a righteous mind and body and wow. like an angel. Because the Emperor gets shit like that. He understands dichotomy. And he doesn't choose Gilliman because he's the complete opposite. He's, he's directly good. order. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There wow. is no chance for anything else. There's always a question why. Because wow. Heist was the great. The reason why Heist even went to why did Sanguinius never. And they asked Heist at some point. It's in the yeah, book somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But they say, why did Sanguinius well. be the War Master? Because all of them said he is the greatest among us. Yeah, and that's yeah, why he yeah, can't yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like making another emperor to take the spot of the emperor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. what is the only way you can make the Space Marines stronger? To fight other Space Marines. Yeah, because when the demons come, yeah, when yeah. the nids come, and when the enemies yeah, yeah, of yeah. the Imperium come, we must face them. And no one takes a drill seriously. Yeah. Wow. So actually, once a, that's what I said. End. It's done for tonight. We've finished. We've, we've, and we've that, worked it And out. that is why Horace and Abaddon are the best Space Marines and the most loyal Interestingly, interesting. And Fabius Barnes are not it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, wow, 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 yeah. I really love all that. That's and amazing. arguably, it's Fabius Barnes who made the Prime Marines. Yeah, yeah. Because that's why Gilliman woke up. Wow, man. I've not got that far. No, no, it's not, but... It's the same principle. That's how chaos are going to get true sky marines. By the, the way, the, the reason I said I've not got that far is because of the latest and last Horus Heresy book I read, although not I didn't recently read it. The latest one I read within the story was the one where the they're going after the the gene seed. Yeah. The original Primarch gene seed that the Raven Guard had locked oh, yeah. away. And I think the uh, Emperor's children are after him on, on that book. I think it's Raven's Flying, actually. I think that's what it's Here's called. an interesting one as well. There's a certain element of returning back. It's the Pinocchio syndrome of going back to save your father. The belly of the beast. Going to the belly of the beast to save something that's worthwhile saving once again. And that's the argument. That's what Gilliman is. And that's the sword. That's him becoming the new Emperor, so to speak. And the jet bikes. What? The only the what's well, Jetbikes got to do with it? Because they're old technology, which is against the rules. The STCs in general, the manufacture of old technology, you could only find these old bits and relics to become what we once were, to become greater than we are now, because it's lost, because we fought each other and we didn't know why we were fighting. Mm -hmm. So they had to go back to find some worthwhile bits to then somehow push forward. Right. Okay. So the. That is what the new technology represents, is the old technology being brought back to bring us into a new age of development. Mm -hmm. And I, like I said, I still think Horace now, and I still 100% mind that Horace and about another greatest loyalists. And um, now, now, when you say that, right, so... so well, well, heroes of the Imperium. Well, <sighs> this all comes down now to the idea that if we know it's a drill, then we can't take it seriously. Now, if it was a drill and no one knew, then yeah, all right, I can see why they are. Yeah. What happens if they knew? Yeah. So that's probably why the Emperor might have said... What happens if the Emperor did, goes did back the to... the Emperor even know? You know, this is the other thing, because, you know, the origins of the Emperor... But this comes back to the, the Emperor being Manaus. The, the Emperor what? In the Fifth Chaos Guard. Oh, right, okay. What is it called again? Malau. Malau? Yeah. Oh, that's a crap name, isn't it? Um... And it's basically the god that hates all other chaos gods. Hates. And wishes them to be destroyed. Now, so where 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 did where does where would Malau appear oh, on the? Uh, I think he's meant to hit in the middle. That's why he's the. You know that image that I showed you. He's the one that you know the good aspects of the chaos he is, gods. You say he's god. I'm saying he's the one in the middle. He's the balance yeah. between all of them. 
yeah, God, essentially. Yeah. God, he is God. And, and being put forward as maybe Jesus, as St. George, as whatever figures throughout history, and being the incarnations of... But should I tell you the other one that we keep on forgetting, and I forgot to mention it uh, last episode. In uh, fact, that, that is the thing, you know, being, if he is the eye in the middle and the emperor is all about order, not chaos, yeah. then, well, he needs them to survive and they need him to survive. Because otherwise, if you remove... Let's take an easy example. Take away Zinch from the equation. You lose your knowledge. Because you don't have unknowns and knowns anymore, so therefore there is only what there is. If you do not have disease and decay, there's no circle of life. It's the good and bad aspect. And as opposed to having four good, four bad, you have four bad, one good. Have you seen them tarot card type drawings of the four chaos gods? Yeah, they're the ones I showed you. Yeah, they, they, yeah, yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's one of the first I love sounds. those that every was, single time. One of the first times we had a meaningful conversation yeah. that night, so I remember it, which is why all this exists as well, people. It was more romantic interpretation. They're all done gods. like Roman gods. Yeah, yeah, Greek yeah, gods. yeah, yeah. They're all, I think, awesome. Uh, yeah, corn, yeah. anger and rage turns into honour and warfare and martial pride. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, no, but the god of life, essentially. Yeah, and renewal. And renewal, um, yeah. And Zinch was still of knowledge and change and of development, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, and progress. Yeah. And where Slanesh was the god of fertility. Yeah. F- fertility and desire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Driving forces. And it's that juxtaposition between the two. And actually, I've taken that combination, the idea of this good and bad aspect, and actually, in my own form of what I describe as the one of fantasy world. So what you're saying is we could become chaos worshippers and better ourselves. I've actually, for a long time, been kind of thought of being... Um, the chaos gods I think are what actually on the right track yeah they're element they're essentially what yeah, they can't just yeah, like demons yeah, they are yeah, elemental yeah. parts of human consciousness of yeah 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 whatever the rage anger but it's passion as well yeah that's what corners of passion and like I'm willing to destroy everything you've got because I think I'm right or I know something or anything else or you're gonna do harm to me I will stop you and I will stop you harming anyone else yeah, yeah. and we've got Nurgle, which has a case of decay and moving on, the processes of eat, decay, life, process moving on, and the fact that once again we get the antifragile part in Nurgle as well because it's disease. You yeah, have to yeah, suffer yeah, disease yeah, to be yeah, new yeah, and strong. Um, well, nothing can exist without Slanesh, but that's why it's the youngest one because it's life and creation. Yeah. But then, of course, if you get too obsessed with that, <clears throat> you spill into spiral of me, 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 desire. I only desire what everything for me. Been there, done that. And might even still be there a little bit. And the beautiful bit about Zinch is it doesn't need to change because it's just knowledge. Because it but is the right, just yeah. knowledge. Yeah, well, knowledge is, is just a tool, isn't it? And without it, there's nothing, and with it, there's everything, but then at the same time, just like with the shadows, knowing something more means you can't yeah, see so everything. Yeah, Zinch essentially is, you might even call him the observer. Yeah. There's the influence that he influences it, but I think that's a big ploy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? But I Because what's better than everyone thinking that you control absolutely everything and making all the bargains for you to do absolutely everything and you do nothing at all? And they all do it to themselves. What's a bigger joke than that? And he is a jester. Mm, interesting. In those images, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that sort of imagery with him. 